0: Welcome back, everybody. This is the Blackwash Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. You already know how we do it. Before we get into the topic, let me talk to you what's about, about what's on my mind, right? So without going into too much detail, I want to talk about the power of adversity. And this is why I want to talk about the power of adversity. I have a friend, you know, very near and dear to me, a great person, and has lived a very charmed life, and recently has came in contact with a little adversity. And it's just spinning her on her ass. She doesn't know how to deal with it. She's like, oh my God, my life is in shambles. And I just thought to myself, like, I think I often think about the resolve of people like my mother and my aunts and people in my family. And I'm just thinking, like, damn, if most people had to go through the shit y'all went through, they would have folded a long time ago. And so recently, as Destiny knows, I've, I've come in contact with my own adversity. And one thing that I've always appreciated about myself, is I always looked at opportunities like this to test my resolve, to test who I really am. Because a lot of people, you could say your X, Y, and Z way, but until it's really put to the test, until you're really, really backs against the wall, see, is are you gonna shake it or make it? Like, you don't really know who you are. You don't really know what type of stuff you're made of. And so, like I said, I just wanna tell people out there, When you're faced with adversity, especially people who are not accustomed to it, look at it as an incredible opportunity to prove who you are, to prove, like, you know, what you're really made of. And that's going to really help you going forward. Destiny, before we get into the topic, what's on your mind?
1: No, I feel like that's all been on my mind all month. Like I am faced with a challenge every other day. My life is literally like a horror movie at this point. I didn't even know how I'm still alive. There's always something-
0: You're so dramatic.
1: Coming my way. And I always look at it like, God, like what are you trying to show me? Like where am I headed? At this point, like, what am I going to learn from this space? This is so wild that you said that. First of all, I just want everyone to know that sometimes we are not prepared to come on this podcast and we don't have it. Sometimes we don't have anything to tell you because we push out so much content and Larry just like came up with this topic and it's just like so on point, but it's so crazy. I literally had this conversation with a friend last week. And I was just telling her how we have nothing in common. And I was like, it's so crazy because when I first met her, I was just like, if we didn't, if we weren't assigned to be roommates, we would literally never know each other. And even though we were roommates, if you guys know me, and even if you don't know me, I'm so antisocial. I don't like to talk to people or strangers. I, it's like, outside. it honestly makes me sick. Like I get anxiety and I will like break out in hives. But
0: <laughs> again, with the dramatics,
1: <laughs> like I start having panic attacks, but it's so crazy. We were roommates. And someone else who I had no idea, like, why they were in my life or, like, what their significance was, was someone that I knew from high school because we were actually, like, in a youth group together. And she was so annoying. And I didn't talk to her then, but, you know, I knew her and I knew of her. And we so happened to have went to the same college. So when we're in college, it's like... Hey, we've been around each other for the four years of high school, we know each other now. And she was really, really outgoing. And of course, I'm very reserved. And I'm not, I would have literally gone through college without a friend, if I did not know this girl. So she would be like, oh, come on, let's go to the cat this man this she came back to like, my, my um, apartment where I was staying and she was the one who started talking to my roommates, And that's how we ended up being friends. And it's so crazy, because now, now that I'm like, well into my career and like being an adult, like one of my friends that were my roommates we're so close now and we wouldn't have known each other like if I hadn't met this girl in high school and if she wasn't able to like walk me through college and now I met this person and I'm like what are these people's significance like what are the puzzles like what like what where is this leading to on my journey so now I get like so excited because I'm like oh my goodness like what am I going to learn from this or if I feel that I have or I'm faced with an adversity I'm like okay what is this What is the reason for this that I'm going to succeed later on? Or like, what's the lesson from this?
0: And no, exactly. And it's all about being in a spirit of nothing happens on accident, right? So I'm a firm believer that in the midst of your biggest trials and tribulations, and this is even just beyond a religious kind of like aspect of it, that's when you need to be on your highest alert for what is, what is this supposed to teach me? What am I supposed to get from it? And it's crazy who you learn things from. Like, as many of you guys know, I used to work in a mental health facility with kids. And I mean, you would hear stories that are just horrific. And you're wondering like, damn, how does this baby, because I call them all my babies, how does this baby get up every day and just face the world? I mean, I'm talking about we had young girls who were molested by stepfathers. We had people who were homeless and couch searching, like surfing and like, at the age of seven, like things that me, even as an adult, I was just like, I couldn't face that. I mean, when you have um, a, a young lady tell you what it's like to, you know, have to do sex work, it's just like your, your thought process is just like, wow, how, how have you done all of this before the age of like 13? You know what I'm saying? And it just goes to show you that level of, resilience is something that we as a society have to be more willing to try to tap into because, and I tell them all that. I was like, all of you guys have, yes, you've got a lot of unfortunate things happen to you. And a lot of people wouldn't trade places with you. Just, that's just the facts of the situation. But one thing that I can tell you guys is if you get through what you've already been through, you have a resolve that is uncommon to most people outside. And that resolve can push you forward. And it's in any, there's, there's always times where you need a little boost, a little self-confidence. Maybe you're applying for a job and you're like, am I more qualified than this person or not? Maybe you're in a college setting. Maybe you're on a sports team. There's so many contacts where it's your resolve versus somebody else. And I told them, I'm letting you guys know right now. I've been to various different like whether it's employment opportunities or, you know, different things that are a competition more or less. Right. And I would be afraid to go against you. I told all my babies that I'd be afraid to go against you because you're used to having to face every day when maybe the projection for the next day isn't positive. Like, Don't get me wrong. Everybody's got like, oh, my God, I'm have to do all this work tomorrow. But like to think about the type of trauma that they knew they were going to face the next day. I mean, I have one kid tell me that he would he would get to school before the janitor did. Right. And would try to sneak into the lunchroom to see if he can get into the, to the lunchroom. Cause he, like he took, um, you know how you go, um, as a student, you can work in the kitchen and stuff during lunch periods. He said he tried to get in there so he can go and get food in the morning. Cause he knew he wouldn't eat. And I'm just like, what? And like, for me personally, my every day, I knew where I was going to get my meal from. My every day, I knew where I was going to lay my head. And so here's somebody met with this incredible adversity. And then I'm saying like, and then I'm thinking about my friend who in this context has theoretically had everything handed to them, as have I, you know, more or less, you know, I did have to get it out the mud a little bit, but like, you know, for the most part, I've lived a very, 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 very above average life. And to see how this person deals with adversity as an adult versus my babies that were in the facility, it's night and day. And because life is always gonna give you that, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who really need to take inventory of themselves and say, do I have the capacity to deal with difficult situations? Yeah, for
1: sure. Dang, you just made me feel like a really bad person and like a brat for complaining about some of the situations that I'm in. You shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. And I'm going to tell you why I shouldn't. Because like, I always feel like this too. I am spiritual also for our listeners that, you know, like God, he gives you as much as you can take. So for those people that you're talking about, they're built a little bit differently. And I feel like, Some of the situations that I complain of are a lot for me personally, of course, like there's some people that couldn't be in my shoes taking the things that I would be able to take, or I couldn't be in other people's shoes taking things that they can take. But yeah, that's super inspiring. And it it just makes you like, I guess it makes me want to relax a little bit. But I feel like everybody's out to get me all the time. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be honest with you right I, I i want i say that to say i don't say that to say like oh well somebody has it worse than you so you can't dwell on things that suck like you know like i, I don't i'm not uh a, a a proponent of the struggle olympics there's a lot of people say where well, you know people are starving and and for you to be mad i'm i'm not that person right like your shit can suck like yo, your burden can be heavy, and you could talk about how heavy your burden is, and that doesn't make you a horrible person. What I am saying though, however, is that there is a benefit in really doing the work of okay, let me become better with dealing with my shit and dealing with the shit that I find as being difficult. And so like and like I said, I I definitely even what my friend's dealing with is is something that's very, very serious. And a lot of people would be shaken up about it, but I'm just saying the degree to which, you know, for her, it's really just impacted and taken over her life. I just think about some of, like I said, those babies that I dealt with who they would have said like, Oh, I could pick that problem. Like there's an old quote that there's two quotes that I've heard recently that I think are just so, like on point with this is if everybody in the world threw their problems into the middle of a circle, you would take your shit back and run. Like you would be like, damn, your problem was way worse than mine. Let me take my shit back. I don't want your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And similarly, there's a, there's this poet who says like people worry about the expression of whether or not there's the glass is half full or half empty. You got water in your cup. Like a lot of people don't even got water in their cup to say, is it half full or is it half empty? Let me look at that. Right. A lot of people, their cup is just empty. Like you objectively look at their life and there's nothing that could be positive to be gleaned from that. And I think so many of us, we let things like maybe it's problems at work or maybe you're not doing well in school, or maybe you're having a breakup or maybe you have all these other things that don't get me wrong. Do suck. Like they are bad, but it's just like when you really, really think about it, you really have the problem. I mean, you really have the power to make something better of that situation when a lot of people with what they're dealing with, they don't have the power to make that better.
1: Yeah. You're right. But I think, no, you are right. And I feel like it's really like, it's really like misleading when people all tell people, like, oh, we have like the same opportunities. We have the same 24 hours and all this stuff. Like, people really have it differently. And that's, it's really sad to think of things like that. But yeah.
0: Yeah. But also, my problems
1: are still like mountain high. There are a lot. But I know that things could be worse. And something that I always keep in mind is that I'm always good, no matter what. And sometimes you look back on situations and you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad.
0: And no, but also I always got to say, like, kind of been keeping with that is I'm big, even though I don't do it personally, I got I can't be a hypocrite. I'm big on people going to therapy. I'm big on people saying like, I'm not okay to deal with whatever I'm dealing with on my own. And I need extra help outside of the context of me just waking up every day and trying harder. So this is not to say like, oh, just minimize your problems and then get over it. If you're the type of person who whatever you're dealing with is like, hey, it is too heavy, then do the actual work of seeking help. The only thing that I say that I don't like is when people are like, oh, my God, my problems are so much like everything fucking sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then they just don't they just sit there and do nothing. They just sit there and just like discuss how bad the problem is without taking active steps to go for it. Like I have one of my buddies, he's one of the best friends I have. He's like, he, he's he been talking about wanting to lose weight when we were in high school. He's always like, Oh my God, I can't even walk up a flight of steps without getting thin." Like we go out, women don't talk to me. I got to lose weight. I got to lose weight. And there's like, early, you know, I'm all for him. I'm like, Hey bro, you can work out with me. I'll do whatever you let's, let's do this together. I got you. I can send you my workout plan. I can do X, Y, Z. And then there's no go-through on there. You know what? There's no like, okay, this is what I want to do to take active steps. I got another one of my buddies who is, doesn't know what they want to do as far as career, which is a fine place to be. But then it's like, are you taking active steps? to go try various fields or to go figure out what you want to do? Or are you just saying like, oh, it hasn't come to me? Well, it ain't going to come to you in the middle of the night. That's Jesus who's coming like a thief in the night, not your plan for long-term on how you want to be successful. Those are things you got to take active steps towards. And so, like I said, just in keeping with that kind of spirit of if you're If you have problems, if you have anything that you're facing, it's okay to discuss the difficulties and challenge of it, but don't, don't forget the work. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget the work that goes into actually making things better. That's what's important.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I also want I also want to finish on this. This was actually the topic that I originally had, but um I actually want to finish on a lot of people have celebrated Memorial Day recently and I wanted to talk about just kind of like black patriotism cuz I I once had I think it was was it Dave Chappelle, I think it was Dave Chappelle who said for black people sometimes No, it was Chris Rock. Chris Rock said, being a black American sometimes is having like an uncle who paid for you to go through college, but also molested you as a kid. Like, it's like, it's this duality that black Americans often have to face on wanting to be super duper, like, you know, patriotic. But on another hand, like America hasn't always been fair to us. It has no ways and for whatever reason black people have uniquely been placed in position where being pro America might not always be being pro black and being pro black might not always be pro America because it just seems like we've been placed against each other. And so I say this as a person who has multiple people especially almost all of my uncles on my father's side served in the military. I do love this country. I don't envision myself living anywhere else, but I also am naturally highly critical of America because they keep fucking with my people and I have to be willing to say like, no, what we're doing is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Versus I feel like a lot of people who aren't black get the luxury of just being able to be pro-America all the time. And so Memorial Day for me is I always remember the soldiers. I always remember people who fought and died. But also, like, I think because I'm grateful for people's service, that doesn't make me immune to be able to be like, hey, y'all fucking up, America. Y'all need to treat black people better. Destiny, what are your thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Mm, I don't really have any thoughts or words on that. But, yes. (laughs) What did you
0: do this Memorial Weekend?
1: um i spent time with my family i feel like you know people took like the long weekend had um that's what it is for
0: most people i feel like most people like memorial they don't day think the about the
1: significance of it yeah, yeah they're just like they it's like know. a long weekend it's a holiday we barbecue they don't think about like what the significance is which is like remembering our soldiers and stuff which a lot of black men are which is like a good black thing. women
0: black women too
1: Yes, and Black women now, Um, but, you know, that's something that a lot of people in America don't pay much attention to, just like, you know, our soldiers come back from war, and they don't get the treatment that they need. They don't get the resources that they need. I mean, it's all, like, ridiculous, and it's all, like, it doesn't make sense at all, but I mean, we should... We should treat them with more respect. They should veterans should definitely get way more benefits and a lot of stuff. But I mean, that's a whole lot of problem. A whole lot of talk for a different other day. Um, but yeah, they for the ones that I know, like you know, I, I really appreciate them. And the ones that I don't know, our country is really safe no matter what. But yeah, that was a great Memorial Day, and thank you guys all so much for listening. And we'll catch up with y'all next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson.
0: I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.